The party absconded from the Kuatoa village with some wide boats that allowed them to travel at a faster clip. Along the river, they noticed the watchful eye of the fish people continuing to follow them, and they found the water to be murky and ominous, coating the bottom of the boat in a thick black ooze exposed when they pulled the boats out Mm -hmm. to camp. After a few quiet watches, Yevon decided to take a closer look at the boats, which appeared to be shrouded in shadow. They were actually being devoured by a regenerating black pudding. Luckily, the boat feast had made it sluggish, and none of its attacks landed, though the WCC were coated in acid as Cormid smashed into it. After Grana burned up the last of the ooze, she noticed that the boats were eaten away. Even attempted to repair them with his carpenter's tools, but lacked the resources to do so. Grana volunteered to carry them across as an eagle, and after finding the narrowest gap in the river, they flew across with minutes to spare in her wild shape. As they were crossing, Cormid spotted some immense, slimy creatures near the falls, and Grana spotted a few colorful jellyfish-like creatures in the air far to the west. Upon landing and making camp, Yevon was startled by the arrival of Jeeper, who had flown long through the portal and into the Underdark to find him. They decided to check the message in the morning, but before they got the chance to read it, they were disturbed by one of the large creatures Koromith spotted, struggling up the shore of them. They decided to retreat, but first Koromith ran to intimidate it, running directly into its zone of psychological manipulation and becoming charmed. With the combined effects of Yevon and Grana, he was broken free of the charm, and the group hastily continued their journey south to get away from the abomination. Yeah, I figured it out. <laughs> we fought a we fought a pudding creature. Off the pudding, and it made me real eager to watch Airbud. <laughs> All right, so the uh, three of you have uh, sort of made your way south uh, from where this beastie chased you. It it gave up pretty quickly because it can move over land, but it's not very fast. Uh, and it would not be able to keep pace with you in any sort of realistic way. And we were told that the um, mushroom forest is where we're going, correct? Like that's uh, that's where we're gonna like end up going. Yeah, uh, that's where the only known working exit is. Okay, and mushrooms are deadly. Spores the are. Spores are, uh, are deadly. The, the spores are dangerous. Okay, uh, we'll go insane if we touch them. Is Jeepers awake yet? Can we check what was in that note? Yeah, yeah Jeeper got a full eight hours of sleep. Good for oh, him. Yeah. Let's check check the note. Check the note. Check the note. Okay. Yeah, even you uh, you reach up and uh, Jeeper reaches his little leg out and you untie the uh, note that's attached. And when you unfurl it, you see a sort of hastily written and slightly vague message, probably because they didn't want it to be intercepted at all. But you see this this note says, uh, Bolotot HQ destroyed, got all out with help of wine friend, uh, and it's signed G. Gronley. Yeah. Gronley's still alive. Uh, yes. That's good. Gronley is still alive, but it's uh, even more damning. 
I suppose that uh, HQ for the Bolotot has been destroyed. You know what I realized? We shouldn't have let Kodagog live. We probably should have killed Kodagog. I don't know. I think I was getting... What? I think I was Why? making some progress with him. You, really? This note literally says, got out with the help of Wine Friend. Yeah, Wine Friend is oh, Kodagog. That, that is Kodagog? Oh, sorry. Okay. <laughs> you know, I definitely think we should have let Kodagog So if you killed Kodagog, die. like, damn. Thank you. <laughs> Wish the Bolotot hadn't gotten out in time. Man. Thanks. Thanks for explaining it to me. <laughs> Verana does not want the Bolotot to survive. Well, you know what? With my experience... I don't really have any reason to trust Bolotot because they were all full of a bunch of traitors. You know, Kelroth was working behind her back. Gobi was working behind her back this whole time. Like, I don't know that I can trust all of the Bolotot. So, you know, Code of God probably should have died. <laughs> if, you know, I don't know. I don't know who's working with whom. And that's my problem. That's true. We, uh... Really, everything's all pretty fucked up right now. So, kind of just want to make it out of the Underdark, and um, I think I'm going to hunt people down until I can find them and hopefully kill them. Uh, okay, I legit thought that you were going to be like, I'm just going to hunt people down. Like, like once you got out of the Underdark, you're going to take on a new profession. <laughs> just, hunting people. just hunting people yep. for sport. <laughs> yep, people mean nothing to me anymore. I'm just going to kill every one of them I find. You know what, even I'm feeling much the same way. <laughs> All right. Not not random acts of violence, just, you know, the people who wronged us. Just premeditated oh, ones. God. Yeah. How do you punish your school children? I, <laughs> I, I, I hunt them down. I don't <laughs> I don't give them worthers. That's how. That is pretty harsh. <laughs> Look, like <laughs> a a secretive group trying to destroy the livelihoods of people around them is not very common in elementary school. So I don't need to worry about That's this usually. School. Must have been nice <laughs> going to a privileged elementary school. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We, we are in pretty dangerous territory here. And I think that we need to try to make it to the forest. My uh, recommendation is that we go north of this island. Yeah, I think it only gets more dangerous from here. That's a lake. That's a lake yes, there, buddy. I did. I did. <laughs> I did say island. I did mean lake. That happens to me a yeah. lot, too. It doesn't, but I just thought... It's an island if you're a fish. Thanks. I appreciate it. <laughs> yeah, it yeah, is. That's a good point. That's true. It's an island if you're a fish. <laughs> yeah, that makes most sense to me. Okay. So the group of you starts uh, sort of picking up and uh, making your way uh, further to the east. Uh, and you're, you're traveling for a few hours when you reach this sort of higher ground uh, that seems to go up a little bit. And this area is pretty flat. There's uh, a few mushrooms uh, that are, are scattered around here. Uh, and uh, go ahead and, and roll me a perception check. 18. Uh, 12. Oh, that's a seven. Yay. Cormeth, as you're sort of looking out in front of you on this big plane, you see some sort of deranged uh, wolf-like creature or some sort of uh, just beast that is not paying any particular attention to you, 
but you do see that uh, up in a mushroom above it, there is a creature with these long, black, almost bone-like structures for its arms and legs, and it turns its head back to look at this thing, and you just see that it has this human-like face, but uh, this black ichor is just sort of pouring out of its eyes, and you see it jump down and start tearing into this creature. You hear a, a yelp that probably gets the attention of even a little bit with the 12, and then it's gone, and it lifts up its face, and it starts to look at the three of you. Oh, fuck. Anybody else see that? Uh, can I roll a history check to see what this is? You could roll a, a nature check. Sure. Also fine. It's a 13. Okay, yeah, you recognize this creature as something called... The lonely. Uh, it's got this sort of horrid look on its face, and the this black liquid is sort of pouring out of its eyes. And as it uh, starts to stare at you, it begins to trot on these long black bone-like appendages uh, at a at a full clip towards you. Uh, and Koromith, you feel sort of a a bit of breeze on your ear that something is coming to your right. And as you turn, you see just the most enormous boar you have ever seen come. And this thing can't get out of the way in time. It is just crushed immediately. By the creature coming out, by the lonely? By the, uh, the boar is, uh, the boar crushes the lonely. Oh! This boar is probably 25 feet tall. Oh my God. Oh shit. Ah! This boar turns to the three of you, Gron, of course, now you see this, and it begins to approach you, uh, and you see it's this absolutely massive boar that's just almost incomprehensible in size, and it has these faintly glowing red eyes, and it gets about 20 feet away from you, and then it stops. It looks like a skyscraper to me. It does. And it says, Interesting to see creatures from the above lands here. Oh, tight. Oh, tight, dude. Did, did that Absolutely work? horrifying. Yes. We we were banished here. Uh, but, but and only our, temporarily. I, we're trying to get out. Hopefully only temporarily. We are trying to leave to go hunt down the people who banished us here. Uh, my, uh, I was gonna say, uh, my, my name is, uh, is Yeven. It's, uh, quite frankly, an honor to be in your presence and also equally terrifying. <laughs> don't tell, uh, don't tell them you're scared of ahead. them. What the hell, go dude? Go ahead and, uh, the, uh, Yeven, roll a religion check. A religion check? Also, like, this thing is supposed to be probably pretty terrifying, and Evan's like, yo, let me tell you my life story, bro. Like, I'm honored <laughs> to be in your presence. Like, you don't even know who this motherfucker is. Uh, nope, I got I got an eight. I still don't know who this motherfucker is. Life, life uh, story? Bad. Roll with advantage. Roll with advantage. Okay, that's a 16 that time. Okay. This boar approaches the three of you a little closer, and it sniffs you, uh, and it 
it looks at you, Yeevan, and it sort of stares into your eyes for a moment. And you suddenly realize that this is the boar form of Thrazadun, the god of death and decay. Oh, yes. This, uh, so, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Probably a good move to tell you that to tell him that it was uh, good to see him. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, uh, Koromith, Grana, uh, I, if I'm not mistaken, this is this is Thrazadun, god of death and decay. So I am. <laughs> um. Okay. I didn't expect a boar shape of that god. Um. Thank you for helping us. Thank you. Uh, uh, I'm very scared now. Um. <laughs> thank you for taking care of that creature, whatever it was. Um, it is unusual to find planeswalkers here. How did you come to be here? We fell down a hole. Uh, oh, correction, well, we were well, pushed down a hole. You were you were pushed. We jumped after you. Um, yeah. Uh, there's a very evil organization trying to uh, do a lot of bad, I guess. Um, there's a lot of detail there. I don't think we need to get into it. You speak of the end of the fear. Yeah. Does, do, uh, now, I don't recognize that term. Does it have anything to do with uh, Doc Rokan? The end of the fear of the spies of Doc Rokan. Oh, I see. That's actually extremely useful information. Writing that down. <laughs> the boar gets very close to you, the three of you now, physically, not emotionally. Um, and <laughs> it says, And this time the boar takes an even deeper breath, just sort of uh, smelling you. You can feel like your your hair is blowing in this breeze created by this enormous sniff. And Thrazadun takes sort of a, a moment and says, you smell of singe. I take baths every day. You are marked by the lightning tree. Oh, we're we're marked by the lightning tree. Oh. We are sort of looking for the lightning tree as well. Do you do you, do you do know you where it me? intersects with this plane? He doesn't answer. He just sort of sits for a moment and thinks, and he says. The lightning tree is not collided with this plane. It is all planes. Uh-huh. Is all planes. Interesting. I don't know what to do with that information. I would be surprised if you did. It's foreshadowing. <coughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> uh, even you've been doing most of the talking. Go ahead and roll a charisma check. Check or saving throw? Check. Oh. Oh, my God. I got a nat 20. Yeah. I cannot imagine. I cannot imagine a, a, just a fucking sigh of relief. Better time to roll a, a nat, nat fucking 20 than when I am casually conversing with the god of death and decay. Wow. My heart is racing. Dude. Yeah. Uh, this boar looks you over again and says, I have heard some about the three of you. Grana, Corby, and Yvonne. I am perplexed by your presence here. 
but I am hoping I can inform you of some things about this world. One, the Dwarven King himself to say is still in danger. The ploy that brought you here may have been a trap, but his life is still at stake and he cannot be lost before the opening. Before, before the opening, you say? Before I tell you anything further about that, I can tell you about the Underdark. Okay. I mean, I mean, there's nobody here. Like, who's listening? Why can't you tell us more? There is always someone listening. Don't forget that. Oh, fair. Grana of Blybrook, you carry some of the stone fists I in your hand. Yeah, I knew it. Grana, you've been the fucking plant for a while. I I didn't... I didn't me, mean to... Also, we definitely uh, yeah. we definitely looked into attempting to remove that and determined that it would be. Uh, we can't do it yet. Medically yeah. dangerous. Oh, oh! Could we? Could we ask a god to remove it? Believe me, you do not want my touch. A, a fair point. I will, however, grant you two items. And. You're not really sure where these came from. It's just this boar suddenly pushes forward two items with its hooves uh, that must have just sort of appeared on the ground before it. You see a small stone about the size of a palm and a flute. Huh. Okay. I I pick up the flute. Wait, what was the other thing? Small stone? Uh, about small the size, stone of, your the size palm. of a palm. Nice. Thank you. Blow on this flute, and a true friend will come to you in your hour of need. And he looks over to you, Grana, and says, This stone carries a favor from death. With it, you may ask me for a favor, but I may still refuse. Use it wisely. You can use it only once. Wow, okay. Wow, uh, yes, thank you for bestowing these, these gifts upon us. Normally, I do not get involved in wars, because either way, I win. The death that wars cause only provide me with more in my domain. If Dakrokhan wins, even I will lose. Well, I mean, war usually means death, and if Dakrokhan wins, you lose. Does that... Is someone going to become immortal, or... Are many people going to become immortal? Or are the gods, are you threatened? Like, is your safety threatened? I can tell you only this. When the walls close, the light will go out. And so will the dark. Okay. Is Dakrokhan a god? No, not yet. Oh, shit. There is one more warning I will give you about this land you tread. And it's this. I have spoken to you for some time, and there is some information you can glean from talking to the creatures you may encounter here. But be wary not to talk to any of them for too long. Even me. And he turns, and he begins to leave. I'm just... I'm just gonna... I'm just gonna watch him go, and... I think... I think that was a very uh, religious moment for Yeevan. Yeah. <laughs> um, especially having uh, lost most of my motivation in life. <laughs> I am 
I am considering beginning to worship uh, Thrasadun. <laughs> I, I I had a, a lovely conversation uh, with with this god, and then was bestowed gifts uh, in a time of great need and confusion. So yeah, and if you, you know, what didn't roll so well, he wouldn't have given you so much, but you got everything. <laughs> what did he say the flute was? Uh, the flute is called the Flute of the Friend, and uh, you'll call a true friend in your hour of need. Nice. Grandpa Gag will show up. Oh, yes. <laughs> Grandpa Gag will just slay down here. Yeah. Lol. Yeah, you just blow it, and a Gag just drops down from the ceiling like, what up, motherfuckers? <laughs> Dude, starts to go John Wick on their ass. Like, Oh, yeah. Happy tight. Okay. Uh, Grana, I just added Death's Favor to your inventory, cool. which is a fucking awesome thing to have in an inventory. <laughs> and yeah, uh, even I have just dropped the Flute of the Friend into yours. Okay. So yeah, this enormous boar parts ways with you, and you watch him sort of just fade into the darkness that surrounds you, and you are uh, back alone. Are you gonna uh, camp here? You still have a couple hours left to travel. Can I tell if there's a better direction than the direction we're going in, or is it just kinda not super you evident? Check. Okay. You can roll it with advantage, because you have a map. Okay. Uh, with advantage, I got a 22. 22? So, the entrance to this sort of side area on the map that Hemi has pointed out and circled and says, find your way through here, starts here. So it might be slightly faster to go down. Okay. Oh, all right. And do I have any idea about the the safety of either path or is that not something I'd be able to tell here? You see on this map that this is a pretty like huge and dense forest and uh, everybody's sort of been warning you about staying away from the mushrooms. So you think taking a path that doesn't lead you through mushrooms as much as possible is the best option. Okay. So you could come through like here. Okay. Instead. Uh, well, I think uh, crew that our, our best option is uh, to go south actually along the the south shore of that lake there, and then uh, spend as little time in the mushroom forest as possible. And I think this will be the the fastest way for us to get there. So um, unless anyone has any objections, I say we make our way south for the remaining time before we set camp. Yeah, no objections here. Is the shortest way the safest? We've already seen what's in the water here. I think it's all dangerous, Cormeth. Uh, yeah, I think in, in terms of what we'll encounter between here and the forest, the mushroom forest, I really can't speak to our safety, but I do know that likely the safest path will be the shortest path through the, through the, the forest. So I think we should, um, uh, shoot for that and just kind of muddle our way through until we get there. I'm not going to con convince y'all. So yeah, yeah, let's do it. Yeah. All right. Yeah, you uh, you continue. You sort of get down off of this hilly area uh, away from where you saw that lonely, that death utterly crushed on your behalf. Actually, uh, before you sort of like leave that area, you see that where where this thing got crushed into goo, uh, mushrooms are starting to sprout as if Thrasadun has 
already begun the process of decay on this creature. Okay. I just kind of look at it and wonder in beauty. My my idea is fucking fanboy. (laughs) It is not quick to convince this guy, dude. Even wants to marry the first stripper he sees, essentially. (laughs) God, jeez. Look, there's a reason that he even was a concubine for so long. Also, y'all have met like the Lady of the Tree or whatever uh, yeah. in the Boggy Mists was a deity. She was like a very minor deity. Thrasadine yeah, is more powerful, like more main than she was. Uh, he's still not like he's still not like huge big party. Like he's no like Osmodius kind of thing. But he is like definitely a bigger celestial presence. Yeah, dude. I think even's just a plastic. Like, whoever's the new one right in front of him, he's going to be worshipping that. Sure. So y'all are making camp? Yep. All right. Who's going to take the the shifts? I'll go first because I don't want to (laughs) be the last one. (laughs) Okay. I'll go last. I guess I'll be the middle child. All right. Uh, Grana, go ahead and uh, roll a perception check. All right, dice. You be good now. Uh, Twelve. Twelve? Okay. Yeah. In your time here, you can sort of hear like all these sort of sounds of creatures walking about, but it's eerily quiet. And you, you sort of got this feeling before that like you're entering the territory where the larger monsters live, but nothing, nothing perturbs your camp. Yes. Even. Perception. I got a two plus four is six. Roll a dexterity saving throw. Dexterity oh throw, boy! No! I got a natural one. Ooh. Oh, buddy! Ooh. Oh no! All right. Just sitting here thinking about my encounter with a god, just kind of like dazed and befuddled, and wow, the life is all new again. It's all life feeds off of death, and death lives off life. It's amazing. And Grana and Koromith, roll perception with disadvantage because you're asleep. All right. Um, let's see. A 16 or a 16. Oh, Hey, well. nice. I got a Not 13. Bad. God, it even hovered on, a, on an edge for a moment. Okay. Koromith, uh, you can kind of feel your uh, shift coming sort of soon, but something wakes you sort of unnaturally. Uh, just sort of your, you know, you've been in, in wars, you're sort of always uh, a little bit alert. You sort of wake up with a start uh, and you look over to where Yeven was sitting watch and you see the slightly struggling body of Yeven uh, trying to thrash around in spiderweb. Oh, shit. Um, uh, roll a dexterity saving throw. So it's a 13 or a 7. I'm going to go with a 13. Okay. At least it's not in that one. It's That's not true. in that one. That's true. Could be worse. You just managed to get out of the way as a large spider comes up from behind you and attempts to start wrapping you up in web, starting with your mouth, but it misses. Ooh, all right. Ooh, rude. Okay. Rana is still asleep. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm trying to. Th- I'm trying to think of a a, a line. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Um, I got nothing. If you want to tie me down, you're gonna have to do better than that. And I am nice. going to start making my way towards even if I can get him out of uh, this. You'll have to roll initiative. All right. Am I still asleep? Uh, Rana, <laughs> you roll initiative as well. You are still asleep. Well. Um, after Cormouth shouted, you say that, uh, no, I was yelling it, and part of the reason was to wake up Grana as well. 
Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You, uh, Grana, you wake up. Ah. Should I roll initiative or? Yes. Uh, you are restrained. You're not dead. Good to know. Dude, nice roll. Yeah, it's a 17. Could be worse. I got a 12. 20. Dirty. Dirty 20. Grana goes, oh. Oh. <laughs> and dude, Grana leaves the school children behind for a little bit and becomes a murderous, thirsty Snake. person. <laughs> yeah, it's called being repressed. Oh, man. Okay. Grana, you awake to hear Cormeth yelling about getting tied down. Uh, and you see that there is a spider just over you. Give you a taste of your own medicine. Uh, wrap and cap you. Okay, so it's oh. like five feet away from me. Even's been webbed. Yeah. Even's been webbed. been webbed. It is uh, like, yes and no. It is five feet away from you. It is directly over About, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm guessing it's pretty it's big. Like, so it is five feet away from me. <laughs> like straight up. Okay. Um, <laughs> I think I'm gonna cast frostbite. Okay. On it, on the one right above me. Okay, you cause numbing frost to form. The target must make a constitution saving throw. Okay, that's a three. Um, yeah, that's that's a fail for sure. Uh, okay, and then yeah. I get target takes 2d6 cold damage. That is five cold damage. And oh, it has, nice roll. And it has disadvantage on the next weapon attack roll it makes. Very nice, very nice. Are you doing anything else with your turn? Yeah, sure, I'll cast hex on it as well. Oh, okay. Um, oh, shoot, but that's concentration. Maybe I won't want... Eh, I'll do it anyway. Okay. And what since I capped that, that at the end, it doesn't do any extra damage right now, but whenever it takes damage, it gets 1d6 necrotic, so... Alright. Sweet. Even. <laughs> you have been wrapped up, my dude. So, uh, you were restrained, and... A familiar position for Even. You can roll a strength check to try and get out of this. Uh, otherwise, if you have any sort of, like, otherwise anything you try and do is going to be at disadvantage or impossible. Sure. I guess I'll just try and break out. I feel like I don't okay. have much else that I could actually reasonably do, so. All right, make a strength That's check. a strength. Oh, check? Oh, it doesn't matter. I got a f six minus one is five. Uh, yeah, that doesn't quite do it, I'm afraid. Surprise, surprise. You just sort of, you know, pull around uh, in this, but uh, you don't feel it loosen up. Uh, but you can sort of hear, you heard Koromith yell. Uh, it was sort of muffled because your ears are all webbed up, but you know that the others are awake now. Uh, also, okay. uh, just so you know, there is web over your mouth so that you couldn't have, like, yelled. Um, I guess that's the end of my turn. I don't think I can do anything else. All right, that's going to be the spiders. Uh, this one that's uh, over you, Yeevan, is going to run to help subdue Koromith. It and the other one are going to make bite attacks. Oh, and they rolled a three and a six, respectively. So <laughs> these spiders just sort of, like, try and jump up on Koromith, but he just, like, bats them off uh, and, and pushes them away. Uh, and the Grana is going to go as well. Um, that's uh, an 18 to hit. Damn. Yeah, that'll hit. But is, does that count as a weapon attack? It does. So it, it did it take disadvantage because of the frostbite? Yeah, 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 you're right. Okay. It needs um, disadvantage. You are prone because you didn't stand up. So True. it just has regular attack. But frostbite, 
Yeah, but prone gives it advantage on its attack against you. Ah, damn it. Yeah. Okay. That's why I asked a bunch of times. That's uh, 11 piercing damage, and then make a constitution saving throw. Oh, that was a nat one. Oof. It's not good, you guys. <laughs> yeah, um, it's really not good. Uh, Grana, this thing bites into you, and then it does, you feel its poison start flowing into you as you take 23 poison damage. <gasps> oh my Christ god! Almighty. Yeah, it was a bad bite. Shit, dude. That's not good. Um, but then it's Gormit's turn. All right. Uh, well, I'm gonna I'm gonna go into a rage. Um, okay. That's kind Smart. of a no-brainer. Um, okay, I need a D8. That's a two. I can t- I teleport up to 30 feet to an unoccupied space that I can see until the rage ends. I can use that effect on each of my turns as a bonus action. Oh shit. Um, so yeah, actually, that's really that's super handy. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Do I have the right? No, I don't have the right tool. Is that the right tool? No. That's the right tool. Okay. Up to 30 feet. Yep. Okay. And that, now that is a, I, that's just, here, let me reread that. You teleport up to 30. Okay. So it sounds like I just am there. And then would I have my yes. movement at the end then? Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. So I'm going to teleport to just beyond even. And I'm going to try to start cutting him out of this webbing. Okay. Roll a, roll an attack roll. Okay. Um, gotta go with my old tried and trusted Ruby Carver. That is a nat 20. Oh shit, yeah, you just fucking, like, carve <laughs> this shit right off of him. Like, it Sweet. flakes off, like, uh, like you just unwrapped a fucking present. Alright, uh, fuck yeah, alright, hell yeah. Let's get in the fight! And then wow. I am... <laughs> and then let's see here. So, I have five movement... Can I break my movement and my attacks? Uh, cause, so I've done one attack. I have a second attack. Okay, cool. So I'm going to head then back right over here. Uh, no, I have 50 feet. Oh, yeah, I can do that because I have 50 feet movement. Um, So I'm going to move to engage this spider right here. And I'm going to swing Ruby Carver. So let's see. That is going to be uh, a 28 to hit. Yeah, that'll hit. Cool. All right, yeah. And I get 1d12 plus 8 plus the rage damage. Uh, that's 1d12 plus eight, so that's gonna be a five. Plus eight, that's 13. And rage is plus three melee damage, so it's gonna be 16 damage. This thing is instantly uh, bloodied. All right, yeah. Didn't, didn't like that. It just wanted to eat your friends in peace. Cool, yeah, I'm done then. Cool. Uh, Grana. Okay, ouch, that hurt a lot. Um. Yeah. <laughs> Do you, do you have any way you can, like, heal or something? Because I almost I feel like... A, I'll be okay right now. Okay, okay, um, cool. If I get bit again, maybe not. You should probably stand <laughs> up. We'll I'm gonna stand up, okay? <laughs> yeah, you stand I up. Hope, you know, I, hope, I hope that's fine. Yeah, and I want to attack... Um, I'm gonna use my scimitar this time. Ooh. And attack the one right next to me. Dirty 20? Yeah. Sweet. Nice. That's only five damage. It's five more damage than it had. Right. Oh, and then it takes necrotic damage on top of that. Hang on. It takes two necrotic damage. Is that because of Bane? That's because of Hex. Hex. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's what it is. All right. Anything else with your turn? That's it. Even. Okay. Sorry. I should have mentioned with Hex that I, when I cast it, I choose one ability 
and the target has disadvantage on ability checks. I don't know okay. if we want to go back and retcon that, but <laughs> were you? Or we can ignore it for now. Yeah, I think also in the future when you take damage, uh, you have to roll for concentration. Yeah. Oh, really? Okay. Uh, let's see. So I am going to. I see that there's this. There's this one. So I'm gonna move here, and then I'm gonna fling two Eldritch Blasts at that one, the one that is not yeah. engaged with anybody at the moment. Uh, so that's two Eldritch Blasts. First attack is an 18 plus eight is a 26. Second attack is a seven plus eight, which is 15. Yep, that hits. It's Hell fine. Yeah. I'm not wearing armor. Hell yeah. So let's go in here. That's two D10s. Let's just give me a little bit of roll D10s. Oh, okay, that's 14 damage. I'll take that. Very nice. And then uh, I am going to give Grana some Bardic Inspiration. Good call. Woohoo! I need it. All right. That's going to be the spider. Bring it. This one's going to avoid Cormeath. <laughs> Don't want an attack of opportunity, eh? Yeah, weirdly. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and it is going to uh, attack Yeven, who just attacked it. That's a dirty 20 to hit. Yes, a dirty 20 will hit. All right, that's uh, just four piercing damage, uh, but make a constitution saving throw. Let's see. Constitution saving throw. Do, 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 do. That's an 18 plus one is 19. Okay. So you have a much kinder role in Grana. You just take five poison damage as uh, this thing feels you up like a like a Subaru. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> hey, that stings. Next time, ask before you touch. Jeez. Please um, take me out for dinner first. Ooh. Exactly. Damn. What are y'all doing Subaru with your Subarus? The, yeah, is the Subaru <laughs> doing the filling or is it getting filled? Like, uh, it, it, let me tell down, you. Like, putting gas in a car. Uh, it's time for the next spider. <laughs> it's going to attack Coromine. That's uh, 22 to hit. That is. Um, all right. That's uh, four piercing damage, but you're in a rage, so it's just two piercing damage. All uh, right. Make a constitution saving throw. Fuck yeah, dude. Oh, God damn it. That's a nine. Well, you take, uh, yeah, this thing, uh, the bite itself doesn't hurt, and you sort of laugh it off for a moment, but then the, the poison starts spilling out, and you take uh, 19 poison damage. I'm going to use Stone's Endurance. Okay. And that's going to be seven off, so 12. So what was that? Four piercing and tw and 12 damage? 16 total Two piercing, damage? 12 poison. Uh, Two piercing, 12 damage. poison, 14 damage. Okay. Yeah, because okay, you're in a cool. rage, the piercing was only halved. Yeah, gotcha. Okay, so yeah, mark that off. Uh, the last spider, of course, Grana. Uh, this time it rolled an 11. Miss. Nice. All right. Um, and Grana, uh, as it sort of misses you, you you hear this sort of like grating sound and you see this thing sort of like squeeze, squeeze and hunker down and it disappears. What the hell? Hmm. Is, can, can I see any reason how that could have happened? You can roll an arcana check. I will. Um, let's see, six plus seven, so 13? 13. 13. Um, Grana, yeah, you you start to realize that this is a phase spider. 
Uh, so this thing just hopped into a different plane, but the journey's not usually like that. It's like it had a really, really tough time getting there, but you're not sure why. What? All right. What? Talk with me. Okay, uh, so first I'm just gonna say, so that I say it out loud, and maybe one of y'all can remind me next time, I totally missed an opportunity in that last one because I scored a critical hit with an attack, so I got a bonus melee action because of Great Weapon Master, and I scuttled it. Oh, so, no. Hey, next scuttled time. How so many things. Yeah, <laughs> next time. Okay, I am going to swing. Ruby Carver's been doing pretty well, so I'm yeah. going to swing at this spider that's in front of me. Uh, that's going to be a nat 20. Oh, shit. Ooh. Well, speaking of. <laughs> although, um, yeah, I'll roll the damage first because you might just right. skish it. All right. Let's see here. 16. You crush this spider into the ground before it has a chance to do anything. Ooh. Oh, but you still oh your okay. Bonus action against something else. I was about to say, now I get another bonus action because I took this one to zero. Um. Oh, so you get. Okay. Yeah, so the great weapon master, I get a bonus action if I get a crit or if I kill something. All right, so that uh, seems yeah, amazingly o- over overpowered. Uh, dude, yeah, it, you know, if you really play to the strengths of D&D, pretty much everything is overpowered. <laughs> so, okay, so I'm going to turn around since I guess I still got my movement. And you still and, have to teleport. And so I'm going to teleport. Yeah, <laughs> I'm going to I'm going to go engage the one that is by even. Um, so I'm gonna sw- I'm gonna use Ruby Carver on that one. That is a 16 plus. Yep. What's Ruby? Ca- okay, 12, 28 to hit, um, and that's gonna be a five plus eight, 13 plus. That's gonna be 16 damage. Okay, this thing looks uh, on the brink of death. Yes. And I'm, j- I'm I'm just gonna stay there. I'm not gonna teleport anywhere. I'm just gonna get right. ready. You still have one more bonus action. I do. Yeah, you got oh, two that bonus first one was a crit. Ah, oh, shit. Yeah. All right. Well, I rolled a hit again, I guess. Um, All right. Yeah. Skish two and one. Well, it's a twelve to hit. Well, that that just barely doesn't hit, my friend. Oh wait, it's a plus twelve. Sorry, it's a fifteen to hit. Oh, then it does hit. Yes. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I was looking at, at Morning Cutter, not Ruby Carver. So fifteen There's, to hit. <laughs> There's literally no way you can't kill it, but you can roll the damage if you really want. <laughs> Uh, it's going to be a 10 plus 12. It's going to be a 22. Or sorry, 10 plus 8, 18 plus 3. It's going to be a 21 damage. Okay, well, it had two health. So <laughs> overkill. It just splatters everywhere. You it cleave through the planes and strike the spider that was <laughs> teleporting away. <laughs> <It's> yeah, <weird. laughs> yeah uh, that spider was going to poof back in, but uh, that, that one has... Decide. Well, you know what? No, it's on a different plane. It doesn't know what's going on. I don't. I don't want to come uh, back to that. Never mind. <laughs> you hear. You hear this sort of like. I, I. I guess. I guess we'll just sort of skip ahead to this thing's bonus action. It pops back in to this world, and it's like, whoa, shit. <laughs> okay. Um, it already used its bonus action to shift, so. It is going to uh, disengage and run away. If it popped back, attack, if oh, it disengaged. Though, never mind. Yep. yep. No, the disengage. By the way, um, when it popped back, it again, Grana. It was just this very like strenuous push to get out from the uh, the planet, the other planet went into. It just seemed very uncomfortable for the spider, like it was pressing itself through a small space. Hmm. Okay. 
Haha, sucker. Your last moments here were uncomfortable. Now scram. <laughs> Get out of here. What, what, what a scholar. <laughs> Get out of here, you crazy kids. <laughs> Your plane shifting spidery ways. Uh, are any of you going to take any other actions or just let it run away? Uh, yeah, no. Nope. Like That's it. Yep. Yeah, I'm probably good. Yeah. Okay. Uh, back to sleep. Oh, please. Yeah, I guess yeah, I'm going to take over uh, the watch. Does Grana need additional treatment for... No, she's going to go to sleep. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I, uh, poison, I, I did uh, not take my long rest yet, so... Yeah, I will now. Cormeth, go ahead and roll a perception check. All right. Um, ten. Okay. Yeah, you're you're up. You're sort of thinking about these fucking weird-ass spiders that you woke up to, and, you know, you're sort of listening... But nothing else uh, disturbs your camp. All right. All right, everybody, go ahead and hit that long wrist button. I'm gonna. Would mine be? Myself I'm, a little I'm always confused I at what point yes. to take the long rest. Okay. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna. Yeah, I'm gonna go with you on this. So you get your rest and uh, you wake up in the darkness of the Underdark again. Woohoo! Uh, are you just uh, continuing your journey? Just another day in paradise. Yep. We don't have many other options. So. All right. So you are about one more day out from this uh, sort of foresty place. Are you parking close to this lake or uh, far away from it? I say close to it. Yeah, I was going to say, the, the way it kind of worded things sound like we were pretty close to the lake. Okay. I feel like we know um, exactly where we are if we're next to the lake, so. Go ahead and roll uh, roll perception checks, the three of you. Nat 20. Nice. Tormit sees all. His third eye opens. God <laughs> descends and speaks to him the mysteries of the Underdark. <laughs> That already happened. Yeah, yeah. That's true. That did already happen. <laughs> uh, I got a 10. Um, and I got a 12. Okay. Uh, Clormeth, you're you're parked by this lake, and when you passed through that, like, river, there was that, like, thick, mucousy black water. You notice that the water in this lake is actually clean and clear. Has anybody noticed that the water here looks healthy? Not like that other stuff? <laughs> Did we see? Wow, Cormeth, you're right. That's strange. Can I roll like an investigation check or a nature check to see if I can glean why the water here might be clean? You can roll a nature check, yeah. It's clean because it wants us to take a bath in it. Hmm. I got an 18. Yeah. How did you guess my bubble bath puzzle? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, even you see that there are these mushrooms sort of starting to grow up, like small ones, not these enormous ones. Uh, you see smaller, newer mushrooms sprouting up, and they seem to, uh, you get the sense that they're almost sort of like cleaning up this ick. Oh, interesting. Uh, and that this lake is a little bit easier to clean up because there's nothing sort of living in it. Uh, I relay that information to the crew, and privately, I wonder at the power of fungi. 
fungi. Even's about to get like really into mushrooms. God, even do you want to stay here? Like, there is, you know. You know, the more time that passes, the more comfortable I'm becoming here. But I, I think maybe I'll return someday. But I don't know if this is where I need to be right now. All right. Yep. Fair enough. Just maybe save it for retirement, right? Sure. <laughs> Yo, should we maybe, like, chill kind of near that area? I'd say let's walk, like, along the shore of the lake, because if this water's clean, maybe, like, these things can't go there for a little bit, you know? And we can at least use a little bit of safety till we get to the fucking mushroom forest where we're sure to die. <laughs> yeah, uh, let's, let's walk along the shore. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm absolutely down for that. Uh, this is where you've cool. made camp, so you, you haven't taken your, your rest for today yet. Um, gotcha. But your characters still need to, even if your character sheet doesn't have any damage on it. Yeah, uh, sure, sure. So, uh, what what shifts you want to take? Uh, I'll. I guess I'll take the middle shift again. Okay. Uh, no, you had the first shift, right? I, I, I had, had it. Brian had, had it. Yeah, I had it first last time. Okay. Um. Then, even, why don't you take the last shift? Yeah. Okay. Perf. <laughs> yeah. So I'm gonna take the middle shift. Okay. Uh, Grana, go ahead and roll a perception check. Perception. That's a five. <laughs> hey, in sing song though, that's a ten. <laughs> Grana, it's uh, it's actually very peaceful. You uh, you don't need too good of a perception check to see this. Mushrooms that are around this lake start to give off this sort of dim glow. It's not very bright, like you're not illuminated by this, um, but they start to glow. And you can see that there's some that are actually growing in this water. And it's it's just sort of pretty. There's this light blue shimmer. Yo, any chance, like, yeah. yo, uh, yo, Grana, what do you think? You got like, I don't know, herbalist on your end, right? Or something like that. Oh, you yeah. can do stuff with some herbs. Maybe we can like pick these and do something with them. I do have an herbalism kit. Can, so yeah, yeah Grana, I, let's think about picking these. Can I try to investigate what kind of mushrooms these are? Sure. If if there are any properties I might be able to use. Yeah, uh, roll a medicine check and add your proficiency uh, bonus on top of your like uh, okay. medicine check bonus uh, for your herbalism kit. Twelve. Let's see, proficiency. Okay, so uh, sixteen then. 16? Okay. These mushrooms are actually sort of a, an odd species. They are not inherently dangerous to the touch, but they are sort of, uh, they do seem to be sort of like sucking the poison up out of this ground. You get the sense that this would be able to like uh, act as like an, an anti-poison, but it wouldn't necessarily heal you. It would just stop some foul effect from happening to you. Okay, cool. Worth it. Yeah, I definitely want to pick some of those or cut them up or something like that. Put them yeah, in my satchel. Carefully uh, grab a couple and, and put them in your herbalism kit, and I'll go ahead and add that into your inventory real quick. Okay. Um, Do we all know this? Or is oh, this no, just Grana? Oh, yeah, I am. Whoops. Yeah, you're asleep. Never mind. <laughs> I'm going to say you picked four. Okay. Cool, cool, cool. Under anti-poison slash effect mushrooms. <laughs> it's vague. All right. And uh, you wake up, Koromith, for the middle shift. Mm. All right, Koromith, I'm up. Go ahead and, yeah, roll. 14. 14. Uh, Koromith, as you're sort of sitting here, you know, you see that these mushrooms are glowing. Um, you know, Grana has told you that 
they don't seem to be doing anything harmful uh, by glowing. And uh, you see, uh, you start to see these faint uh, orange, green, and yellow lights appear in the sky. Uh, and as you sort of watch very slowly, very gradually, these uh, it looks like if you combined a jellyfish and a mushroom and made it fly, they start uh, descending from the sky uh, from the west and they sort of dip into this water and they're sort of glowing along with these mushrooms and they, they swim around in there almost as if this is some sort of, you know, watering hole for them that they've, they've traveled here to get to. And some of them seem to sort of acknowledge you. Uh, they, don't, they don't bother you, but this is the most pleasant thing you've, you've seen in the Underdark. Hell uh, yeah! Roll a nature check. You could uh, you could roll to figure out what these things are. Most definitely, that's gonna be a fourteen. Uh, these are flumps. Flumps. So I might recognize. I've ha- I've used flumps, haven't I? Uh, you have not used flumps. You had the option to use a fairy or a flump, but you weren't sure and what a flump was. Gotcha. Okay. Yep. Okay. Cool. Cool. All right. I now I know. Whoa. Cool. I was. Yeah. Uh, I'm just gonna kind of watch them do what they do. Occasionally glancing around. Yeah, uh, it's very peaceful. Uh, nothing nothing perturbs you here. Even before you're woken up for your shift, your last shift here, uh, you have a dream. Oh. Um, Ooh, I like where this is going. And... Uh, <laughs> nope, not that kind okay. of dream. Yeah. Um, you can have that part of your dream uh, during Grana's shift or whatever, but not this <laughs> part. Uh you, you sort of hear this uh, this voice echoing in your dream, and it goes, The Underdark was not always like this. Before the walls were closed, it was beautiful. There was life among decay. Uh, and you, you see these sort of images in your dream of the Underdark, and it's not as grim as it used to be you know it's certainly still uh sort of like fungal and uh there's there's decay but uh you see you know people actually walking around down here as if they're adventuring you see that town that you stopped in except there's actually a fair number of people there and they're full of a lot more life and you see sort of this uh this nicer version of the underdark that's just slightly brighter and then you see one last image that sort of uh, makes you feel sick in your in your stomach, and it's of this black heart that's beating, and it's lying on the ground of the Underdark, and it just keeps beating and beating and beating, and it gets darker all around it. And then Cormeth wakes you up for your shift. Uh, and as you wake up, you see these beautiful flumps uh, watering themselves in this crystalline pond and these uh, glowing mushrooms glowing brighter now that these flumps have uh, arrived and sort of shared their light with them. Okay. I I tell I tell everyone about the dream. Well, Grana's asleep. So you well, can yeah. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll tell everybody once. Your shift. Yeah, I'll probably wait until the shift is done then to tell everybody. Uh, can I does, like land on your shoulder and it's like Jeeper? Oh hi Jeeper. I had a crazy dream, but Jeeper. Dude, Jeeper's uh, not a Pokemon. Like uh, Jeeper. How do you know? <laughs> uh, that's a good point. I don't. Listen, You're right. You don't know Jack can about be, Jeeper. You know who Corbidet knows about Jeeper? Be. Meeper. 
Meeper. <laughs> yeah. Maybe the only word it knows how to say is, uh, is Jeeper. Do you want to just give me your perception check real quick? Sure. Bad again. Uh, I got a three plus four is a seven. Nothing perturbs you. You just sort of stare into this lake and are maybe a bit more distracted than usual, but uh, you're not bothered. Okay. Um, at some point, either during my shift or just after it ends, um, since I can see that this is like a really clean part of the Underdark, can I plant one of the beans here? Sure. Okay. So I probably, I probably go like, I don't know, a little ways away from camp because I don't know what the hell these beans are or what they do, but I find a nice place that looks pretty and I plant a bean there. Okay. Uh, roll a d100. <laughs> Whoa. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I got a 56. 56. Okay. Yeah, Yeevan, you sort of uh, plant one of these beans in the ground and you just sort of cover up the dirt for a moment. And after like a moment, you hear this sort of like, and the the dirt starts to shift. uh, And one right after another, almost unthinkably many, uh, 12 bright pink toads crawl out. Whoa. Cool. I hope. Yeah. They, uh, <laughs> they sort of hop around. One of them sort of hops up to you and looks at you. Can I, I don't know, like nature or investigate? Like, do I recognize what kind of toads these are? Can I like say hello? Maybe an animal friend, animal handling check to say hello and, and pet the cute toads? Uh, you can uh, You can roll a, uh, a nature check, yeah. No, nature check. Well, it's not very good, but I got a 10. Yeah, you're, you're not quite sure what these are. They just uh, appear to be these sort of, like, bright pink toads. Okay. Um, I, I, so I have a sudden fleeting moment of concern that I've introduced some sort of foreign species to the invasive species to the Underdark, and I, like, kind of start sweating, and I'm like, nah, they'd probably die. They'd probably die. This is a pretty hostile place. It's probably fine. Oh, yeah. Cane good. Toad Central now in the Underdark. <laughs> Can't even kill them fucking um, bullets. <laughs> are, you, uh, are you doing anything with them? Uh, no, can yeah, I, he's introducing can I them into an unfamiliar environment. <laughs> uh, can I pick one of them up? Yeah. Even uh, you uh, reach down and uh, touch one of these frogs. Uh, and as soon as you touch it, its skin sort of begins to change and it transforms into a dog. Bro, it's like one of those sponges that come in a pill form and then it's a dinosaur later. So now I'm kind of I'm kind of I'm kind of confused because I'm, you know, thinking to myself, did I eat any of these mushrooms in my sleep? Yeah, this is extremely strange. Dog. Um, can I pet the dog? Yeah, you pet the dog. Okay. Uh, roll, roll a d20 to see how good you pet the dog. Can I roll an animal handling check? Yeah, sure. Okay. Uh, I got a 12. Okay. Yeah, you, it's a it's it's soft. Okay, but and it doesn't. After, it doesn't. Uh, it doesn't change. After, nope. Uh, but you you pet this dog for a minute, and after a, a minute, uh, this dog uh, sort of just poof, uh, disappears in a puff of bright pink smoke. Oh, strange. I'm not gonna lie. This is one of the fucking weirdest ones on this list. <laughs> uh, uh, and, okay. And uh, those other frogs uh, sort of. Poof, Okay, well, I have no idea what just happened, so I'm just gonna. Yeah, uh, frankly, oh, me neither. Was... 
Okay. <laughs> Pretty cool, I but guess. You, uh, yeah, in case the D100 didn't uh, clue you in, uh, there's a lot of options. Yeah, your your sort of shift ends, and the others uh, wake up, uh, and it's morning. Uh, okay, so I I relate the contents of my uh, dream to everyone. I say, uh, um, hey, I I had a weird uh, dream last night. Um, Tharsdun spoke to me, or maybe just at me, in my in my dream and said that the Underdark didn't used to be like sort of how we've experienced it. Uh, it used to be a lot more like what we see here, these mushrooms and those floomps in the distance. Adventurers sort of, were... One thing I'll, I'll note, uh, the floomps have started to sort of fly away again to the west. Okay. They're going, they're going west? I don't know if that's particularly relevant, but I will keep that in mind. Oh, Thank you. That's where they were before. So I okay. sent them back there. Anyway, please continue. Um, you know, this place used to be a welcome to adventurers, but uh, that all changed when the walls closed. Is that the wording that uh, Thurston used? Yeah. Um, and uh, roll, a, roll an intelligence check for me. Intelligence check? Oh, even, even you, you poor useless buffoon. Uh, <laughs> you absolute himbo. I got a seven. Okay. Thanks. Eve <laughs> um, is just not that bright, I guess. Nope, just big old himbo. It's it's all right. Um, before the yeah, before the before the walls closed and after. After he mentioned the walls closing, I saw like a black beating heart that was just laying on the ground and beating very violently and contaminating everything. So I guess I don't know what to make of all of that, but this isn't how the Underdark used to be. And I think I think that it could be fixed if we are able to, uh, I don't know, maybe beat Dakro Khan. Or at least figure out what's going on down here. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, okay, that's that interesting and all. <laughs> but did you see those floofs? I did. Very pretty. Breathtaking. I see them flying away. Where, what were they doing? I think I was bathing. I was they were just bathing or something in the water, out of the water, in the water, out of the water. Wow. I don't know. I think I, I, think I picked, this is the first time Coromith has ever talked about anything except for like warfare is beautiful. And I'm <laughs> I'm like weirdly touched by like Coromith being like, that was like those pretty shiny flumes, breathtaking. Like I yep. love it. My heart is warmed. You, you said that it, it was like some of the best, like some of the best stuff I've seen in a long time. So yeah. Well, I uh, I pick some of these mushrooms. I I think they have some kind of anti-poison properties. So hopefully we could, you know, try to make a potion or something out of them, and they can be useful. Wait, where are they? The ones all uh, along the shore. I put some in and my pit. Core meat is gonna run to go gather as many mushrooms as he can. <laughs> Um, roll a medicine check. 
All right, that is going to be a 19. Well, damn. I've been rolling good today, dude. Yeah, hot shit. Uh, Yeah, no, Cormie, you you, like barrel towards these mushrooms and then like sort of pick them perfectly so that they don't like harm you or anything. Roll a roll a d20, and that's how many mushrooms you get. All right, sixteen. Oh shit! Okay. okay. Thank oh, you. Damn. Let me just add some <laughs> some mushrooms. <laughs> I just had to sacrifice that one session where you rolled seven nat twenties against me. <laughs> I'm gonna roll to see if you'll ever let that go. Oh, like, <laughs> twenty! Like legit. <laughs> Uh, and yet I the dice I don't know if the dice tell that story right <laughs> God I still got a mystery potion That's true Oh, At this point, uh, I'm gonna have to fucking figure out what that mystery potion is Hey Coramid Hand me that mystery potion And I'll cast identify on it Oh yeah well, we'll- uh, Right now figure it out <laughs> uh, Yeah, Figure it out bud uh, all right, yeah. <laughs> all right, so, Corby's uh, just rummaging through his bag. He's like, "Oh, I have a potion here. What is this?" I cast I identify on the sixteen of those. Oh, I have two mystery potions. You've got a purple and a, uh, and a no color. I, um, yep, I got a purple and a no color. What? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Let's let's see them both. I want to know what they both are. Do I have to cast two different identifier? Uh, or will you give it to me for one? Yeah. Uh, you <laughs> give it to me for one. I, are you kidding? Uh, you made me go and look things up. It's like fucking pawn stars. This beautiful story. <laughs> yeah, so this this purple potion, it's sort of like uh, a lighter purple and a darker purple swirled together. And even you identify this and it is a uh, sort of potion of intelligence. So whoever drinks this for one day will have uh, 19 intelligence. Oh, oh shit. shit. I could use that. <laughs> Because my intelligence is 10. <laughs> well, sounded like he even needed it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, even, what's, your, what's your intelligence base, though? 15. I so just you get plus four. I get a plus yeah. two. Oh, sorry. Uh, that was, sorry, the, the post should be plus four on your total. Uh, for me, it would be a plus nine on my total. So, yeah, like that could come in fucking clutch for me. Hell yeah. I'm keeping yep. those. I'm keeping cool. that at least. What's the uh, what's the other yeah. one? The second mystery potion is uh, an odd one. Uh, so this one has a 50-50 chance. <laughs> when you drink it, you roll uh, a d20. If it is 10 or less, you take 20 damage. If you roll 11 or higher, uh, you gain back 50 hit points. Ooh. Whoa. Hell yeah. Shit. Oh, that could be... That could be some fucking problems, because like if I'm at 30, let's say I'm at, at 36 HP, 50 hit points puts me back to the top, but 20 damage is looking at 16 remaining, and that's if I'm already down that low, we're we're in a bad spot. So, ooh, that's a tough one, dude. I like it, dude. Thanks, even. Absolutely. I uh, took this, uh, learned this spell for. Almost literally exactly this reason. Got a bunch of badass luck. Yeah. 
Um, <laughs> you can roll a... Why don't you try and roll another different intelligence check? A different intelligence check. That's a two plus two is four. Jesus! Never Oof. mind. Even Damn. Damn it. You I want to know what that was. Ideas. <laughs> Yeah, that's uh, that's hilarious. Big old bummer. Okay. Anyway, are y'all continuing <laughs> with this forest? Yep. I th- I think so. You guys? Yeah. yeah, I'm down. Let's let's go. After a few hours of traveling, you see these sort of figures appear on the horizon and grow bigger and bigger and bigger, and you eventually arrive at the edge of this. Uh, sort of more dense mushroom forest. Hmm. We made it. And now we gotta watch out for spores. These these mushrooms are almost emitting this like creaking sound, but you, you sort of see this path that's been uh, trodden down. Uh, are you gonna do anything before you enter or are you going in? Hmm, let's think about this, folks. Can we do something to help ourselves. It's the spores that are dangerous. How can we avoid spores? You uh, have incredible dexterity, I think, is how you do it. Uh, what about, um, can we put something over us? <laughs> I was thinking about, like, cutting up, like, some cloth or something and trying to make, like, some masks. Okay, see, here we go. I like that. Idea. Um, yeah, like, like, okay, that's a start. What else could we do? Uh, I've got my flame tongue rapier. I could try and burn down the mushroom forest. (laughs) (laughs) You know, option one, masks. Option two, burn down the great mushroom forest. (laughs) Dude, like that's like, hey, I hate wasps. What can we do? Well, I got a can of raid. All right, what's plan B? Well, we could deforest the Amazon. Oh, okay. Well, I think we took care of it. That escalated quickly. Uh, yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, which one do you want to do? Do you want to make a mask or you want to fucking burn, burn down the goddamn forest? I want to make a mask. I like this forest. <laughs> well, that's good because I don't know if you remember, but uh, Thrasden is like also the god of decay. So, like, he also might not like you burning down a big eco cultural part of decay. Yeah. Yeah. Place. We'd just be killing it, and he's the god of death. He appreciates that kind of stuff. See, by burning down the mushroom forest, then he can have mushrooms in his uh, in his meal that you mentioned. Stroke it off. There you go. Thank you. (laughs) In his salad. Yeah, dude. In his his iceberg (laughs) lettuce. Iceberg and mushroom. Mm. (laughs) Classic. I bring that one to parties, and everybody skips on it. <laughs> God, I would hate the person that brought that to a party. Throw some olives in there. Yeah, oh, Ew, that's right. even worse. All of those I like, but just not together. <laughs> All right. So I, I think the idea of making a no, mask sorry, is great. I'm still dying. Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> making a salad that's iceberg lettuce and uncooked mushrooms. Yeah. That's so gross. I call this one dirt and water. Well, not, I call this one the farm. Oh, it's got yeah. vegetables in it. That's what you'd think. <laughs> Raw mushrooms are used as salad mm. toppings, so. Yeah, that's why uh, I was saying it was, it's gross. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> why it's always full at salad bars because oh even my. People, like dare to do it or like <laughs> mm. I kind of regret this. Mm, dirt. Yeah. <laughs> I love the earthy uh, note of the mushroom and the watery note of the iceberg lettuce. <laughs> Not drinking any water, but I'm getting my daily in. We've got earth. Oh, listen, and if you're water. eating iceberg lettuce, then there's a pool of water at the bottom. That's your dressing. <laughs> Gross. Throw some salt on that bad boy. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, okay, anyway. Yeah, you want to try and make some masks? Uh, yeah, I think that's a good idea, even. Um, yeah. Okay. Yes, I would like to try and, and make. And I would like to ask a question on that. With my um, military background, have I ever had to make a mask before for some sort of warfare? And if so, can I share that knowledge? Um, none of you have like sewing kit proficiency, right? Excuse um, me. I don't. Okay. Nope. Um, Wait, uh, I was looking at tools. I don't yeah, have sewing kit. I, that, that's something I would see. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's what I thought. Can I twerk a mask? I was literally no. waiting for you to ask that question. <laughs> no, I'm not I going to. I your sheet and I saw a playing card set and I was like, he's going to ask if he can twerk a mask together. <laughs> no. <laughs> but I mean, if I rolled a nat 20 and just like sewed one together with the claps, like, can you imagine like a singer sewing machine just like fucking going to town except for it's an ass? Oh, no, so, I can't uh, actually Eamon imagine. Is going that. to retire to the Underdark, and Koromith is going to make clothes for folks with his butt cheeks. Woo! Uh, I, only a, I only rolled a 14. I was just one fast and off 20, but it's 14, so. Well, that would be an 8. No, I have no sewing proficiency. You can. Uh, hmm. All right, well, this is interesting. Yeah, just roll a, a d20, Ben. For All right. Nat one. Oh. There's a big hole in the middle that you make so that your nose doesn't get trapped. I got perfect. (laughs) All right, yeah, no, um, y'all, y'all don't have like a bunch of material with you, so you don't really have anything to make the masks out of or to like class them right. So uh, you're not able to make masks. But uh, props to that was a good idea if it had worked. If the dice had told a different story. Damn it. That's too bad. We tried. We tried. And that's what matters. Do I have any spells that we could use? No, definitely not. These are Yo, all bro, I've spells. got a tinder box and you've got the flame tongue rapier. Just saying, uh, option one didn't work. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm not interested in burning down a forest. Maybe commit genocide. But we, th- if we commit genocide, we can maybe get to the lightning tree. I mean, fungicide? Or do you mean genocide? I mean, there could be an ecosystem in here. There could be animals in here, whatever they are. It would definitely be fungicide, yeah. Sure, but Um, there's other things living here. It's probably not solely fungi. I know, I know. Fungus party! It would definitely be fungicide and, you know, any other stray. Yeah. Any other strays that are rat, If there's a rat king here, it'll be regicide. How did you know about my big rat king at the center of the mushroom? (laughs) Yes, dude, that'd be so hard to fight because it'd be like, uh, uh, what are they, like cataphract circles, but the opposite. It'd be from inside. You just can't fight it. It's just like uh, constantly biting at you. You're like, you son of a bitch. Try to get around it. It's another mouth. You have to to get that teleport thing and teleport to its tail. (laughs) Oh, and untie it. They scatter. 
Oh shit. Yeah. Uh, Dex saving throw. The true That's death an eight. freedom. <laughs> All right. Anyway, um, now that we've taken this weird turn, I'm <laughs> um, sorry. Y'all continuing then into the mushrooms? Yeah, I think so. I, I uh, yeah. I can't think of anything I can do right now. Okay. I'm just I, I'm I'm looking through my stuff, trying to think. I also cannot think of anything to do at this point. Uh, even same with you, I assume. Uh, yeah, I can't. Okay. Masks was my best idea, and that yeah, was a good one. We just didn't roll well. Nope. So. Yeah. Okay. Um, it was a good idea, and uh, I don't know what y'all would do either. I'm just checking and seeing. So. Oh, yeah. All right. So uh, the three of you sort of uh, steal yourselves, and you. Uh, walk into the mushroom forest. As you walk in, these these mushrooms start to sort of shimmy a little bit. They they move uh, back and forth, almost like a, a shudder. Ooh! But you you have a clear path for a little while, uh, and then you reach uh, a new layer of this forest where the mushrooms are even denser, and they they seem to be tremoring, almost like they're doing some sort of thing. I, I was going to say something, and then I was like, you can roll if you want to know. And you hear sort of a hissing sound that does not sound like mushrooms. Is that uh, Goby? <laughs> Anything that hisses is Goby. Still a reptilist. <laughs> can I? This reptile. Uh, can I roll either a history or a nature check to see if I know what this might be? You can roll an investigation check. Oh, an investigation check. Okay. Well, that's a 14. Not bad. It's 14. better than I've been doing lately. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. That sounds like a big snake. Hmm. Okay. Uh, well, that that sounds bad. That sounds like a snake. Uh, Ruff, you have animal handling. Maybe you fucking slap a saddle on that bad boy and slither his ass right through this mushroom forest. I mean, as as entertaining as that does sound, uh, I do feel as though I would have to roll an actual nat 20 for that to succeed. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I don't really want to stick around to encounter this snake in the first place. Although we did get advice to speak to things here. Just I not for very long. Was, I thought the advice was not to speak to things at all. It was. Yeah, it was, it was I, I thought it was to not speak for long, including yeah. the god. So yeah. I think it was that we should speak with things, but yeah, don't speak for long. Continue on. Okay. Okay. Um. Okay. I've I've got speak with animals. So perfect. Try to use that. Why haven't we been using that more? Because I, I haven't run into have, many animals. Haven't run into many animals that will be willing to count? talk to us. They were what? attacking us, dude. <laughs> yeah. So you tell them something offensive or heart wrenching. <laughs> maybe, maybe do a Sarah McLaughlin, the eyes of an angel, and then they'll just like get super sad and leave. And then we didn't have to take all that poison damage and stuff. What did you think of that? <laughs> well, speak with all. Speak with animals only allows us to get information from animals, not necessarily. Like maybe how to kill them, well, what their weaknesses are, their fears. Yeah, you know how when you talk to someone, they're like, oh, my God, I wasn't expecting you to talk to me. Here's all my weaknesses. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What no, are your weaknesses? Like, damn it, because you can speak with me. I have to tell you. It's just like that <laughs> leprechaun flute. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're legally obligated to tell uh, me all your weaknesses. Well, can I so make a roll? are you all going to... Yeah, what? Well, I, I like mean, you roll, can. What do you want like to do? I'd like to survival and see if I can figure out why the mushrooms are... Like, if the mushroom shimmying presents a danger to us. Sure. I cool. Just magic mushrooms. Uh, 14. 14? Okay. These mushrooms seem to be communicating with each other. Ooh. Okay. That's what I was going to tell you and then decided not to if you didn't roll. <laughs> Guys, it's like they have a network. It's like they're all working together. Networking mushrooms. Yeah, the LinkedIn of Never mushrooms is this forest. <laughs> Never thought I'd see the day. <laughs> <laughs> I did not realize I put a snake in a social network, but <laughs> here we are in symbolism. <laughs> are you going to try and sneak around the snake, find the snake, third option, attack? No, um, no, no, no. Uh, you, can I try speaking, you need to find it. <laughs> can I try speaking to the mushrooms? Sure. Uh, I want to whisper to the mushrooms and say, hello, I, I saw, I saw what it looked like before, before the, before the walls closed. I, this place is beautiful, but I need help. We can help. We can help restore it to the way it was, but I need, we need help getting to where we need to go. Can you point us somewhere around this snake? Um, roll a dexterity saving throw. Yo, I like how you didn't even <laughs> You didn't even check to see if you could communicate with them. You just went a whole ham with the message. And I I'm really... Like, I love the detail that you whispered all of this. Yeah, I'm really hoping that you get like, sir, this is a McDonald's drive-thru. <laughs> like, it's like, walking, talking. Talking. <laughs> so, number nine. <laughs> with the dog and pepper. Try. Yeah. All right. Yeah, wrong Next saving throw gives me an 18. Okay. Um, nice. Good roll. Yeah, good roll. Uh, Grana and Cormith, you uh, also roll a dex saving throw, but it'll be a lower DC. All right. And that's going to be a nat one or a two. Oh, no. <laughs> so I got a four. Okay. And Grana? God damn it. 12. Oh, nuts. I just realized I'm lucky. Why didn't I re-roll my nat one earlier? Yeah, why didn't you? I'm a a dummy. Hey, hey, as as I said earlier, I fucked up my great weapon master. So I'll be here to try to remind you that you're lucky. And hey, listen. I had a whole arc underwater without ever looking up swim mechanics. So we're all (laughs) guilty here. (laughs) (laughs) Shit happens, you know? <laughs> There's a lot of rules. Um, even you whisper this, and uh, for a moment, the mushrooms are still. And then you hear this sort of like sound, and you jump out of the way as this just sort of goo covered spore drops down from above from this mushroom. Uh, and it splatters up onto Koromith and Grana. <laughs> who both take 11 psychic damage. Oh, thank you, Even. Uh, As this uh, Grana and Kormith, when this stuff gets on you, um, it's like this very bizarre distortion feeling happens. It feels like an hour passes, but very, very rapidly. Uh, You feel sort of like wavering on your feet, and then you're fine. Huh. 
Okay. You should have brought an umbrella. Oof. Can I use my passive detect magic action to see if I can determine a school of magic from this, if there is one? Uh, yeah, I mean, this is, so this is a, a natural effect, so it's not like these mushrooms are, like, casting spells at right. you. Um, but go ahead and cast it, and if it's good enough, I'll let you get, like, a sort of, like, I don't know, something. Okay, cool. Um, 16. Um, okay. Yeah, these, uh, these booger-colored spores, uh, which are sort of these, like, black pits in this dark green goo, they have this faint lavender glow when you cast this, uh, as if they sort of, uh, have, uh, properties of enchantment. Oh, okay. Huh. Fascinating. Thanks. Okay. You even guess... don't try to talk to the mushrooms. All I'm going to say is, what the hell? Uh, yeah, even shut up, dude. Yeah, <laughs> you talk to the mushrooms and they literally sport on us. Yeah, that's um, yeah, that not cool. The three of you roll a perception check. I got a spore shot. <laughs> Four. <laughs> 18. I got a 22. Even as these two are sort of chiding you uh, loudly, you notice that the hissing has stopped as if you've been heard. Oh, guys, the snake made uh, us. We well, gotta, yeah. we gotta move or... Wait, can we see the snake? No. Okay. Is it like around... Is that because it's around a bend or like it's just too dark? You're, I assume we just sure don't know. Is. This hissing yeah. is sort of... It's, it was ambient hissing. Ambient. Um, uh, so it was just sort of like you you could hear it, but like you couldn't locate it. Like there's so many weird sounds here that you just couldn't like triangulate it with your with your noggin. All right, uh, guys, we should put as many of these mushrooms between us and that sound as we can. Uh, as uh, you say this, uh, you you see this sort of black and tan form, this thick black and tan form slide down from behind one of these mushroom caps and you see a uh, snake-like creature with a red spot on its forehead and a blue face and this face looks uh, almost sort of humanoid and it looks at you and it says leaving so soon are we? Uh, yeah. Actually just passing through so I guess sorta um, <laughs> we so I guess sorta <laughs> yeah I don't know. Uh, we're on a bit of a, of a mission, so if you wouldn't mind, uh, we'll uh, just kind of be heading out. My, it's just such a shame. I was looking forward to some company. It's been some time since I had any guests. See, I've done a different lizard accent than Gobi's. It's yeah. slightly yeah. higher pitch. Sure, yeah. And, <laughs> and I do a instead of a. <laughs> well, uh, as much as I would love to stay for tea, uh, we do need to to get moving. But if you have any advice on how to navigate the mushrooms, where we'd love to have some of that. Oh, you must. Go. None of you will stay. What about you, small one? Well, I don't see any reason why we need to stay here. We were all like, like you even said, we were on our way through. 
we're trying to get out of here, so I think we want to keep on with that mission. <laughs> oh, what a shame. What about you, big guy? Oh, um, I'm going to take uh, a different route. You're going to yeah, take a up? different route because you're going to make a wisdom saving throw. Ooh, damn it. Um, that's a plus zero. 18. Wow. 18. Good. All right. Well, damn. Roll. Yeah, this snake looks at you and you see this sort of like flash in its eyes and you feel some sort of like you you almost feel like you feel a bit more warmly towards it for a moment, but then you you sort of fight that off and you you reject this charm person that it attempted to cast on you. But you also notice that um there's almost like a, a little bit of a uh, small burning sensation where this mushroom goop splashed up onto you. Damn it. All right. Okay, so here's my plan, y'all. <laughs> because this Deuterino wants some friends, we challenge it to hide-and-seek champion. <laughs> and Grana, and I've come here to challenge Grana because look at me, of course I'm going to challenge her, and the tiny one is really good at hide-and-seek. And so I'm going to challenge this snake thing to be in the best hider there is, and Grana can find it. Listen, I'm gonna need to hear this in Cormeet's words. Are, are you all on board? Like, um, this say is that. your moment to tell me no. Say that. I'm, I'm absolutely going to roll with whatever comes out of your mouth right now, because yes, okay. I don't know that you are going to do this. <laughs> um, so look how small she is. She's the best hide-and-seek finder there is. Look at me. You know, look at me. You know I can't lose. Yes. So we've come here to play the most epic hide-and-seek game that there ever was. Ever. Oh, I She can see. find anything. Look at her. She's <laughs> tiny and really old. I don't trust her. That means you can find her. And so what we should do all three of us, you, me, the other littler guy that I don't really like too much, <laughs> we should go hide out amongst this forest. Yeah, I'm burning a little bit, but that's the price you pay when you're playing for your life. Um, roll a persuasion check. Dude, I got a plus zero, so I better hope that comes through. 15. That's better than nothing. <laughs> but... Its eyes sort of widen a little bit and it goes, How interesting that someone so large would be so curious about seeking. Well, I would love to be part of your game. What are the stakes? Stakes are pretty good. We eat them up on the mountain occasionally. Huh. Uh, thanks, Dad. No, no. Yeah. I mean, what does the winner get? Oh, um, Grana, what do you get if you win the game? And I'm going to nudge her with my elbow. You get you get to become the seeker. That's how hide and seek works. Grana, it's got to be a little better than that. <laughs> yes. What if we make it more interesting? Hmm. Hmm? Uh, they they twinge their uh, scaly eyebrows at you. 
I, uh, I whisper over to the other two. I think we've been talking here a little too long. Oh, damn it. Oh, oh so we need to end this. Okay. Yeah, good point. Um, mm. How about this? If I find all of you, then I get to uh, keep one of you for company. Um, how about this? Only if it's even. <laughs> I just, I just hang my head. The thing is, we make, okay, guys, we make him seek, and then we all run away. That's the key. But Grana, what if he hides, and then we all run away? That could work, too. Either way, it doesn't matter. Just say yes. Sounds good to us. Oh, no. What? (laughs) I'm rolling with it. But like this is the opposite. <laughs> like, I want to see if they could be the world's best hider, and then we could just leave. But you're like, hey, let's see if you're the world's best seeker. So literally, it's like being on Taken now. Should we just fight then? No, <laughs> like- <laughs> no, we're gonna try to fucking do this, Grana. You got us into this, Grana. They have a special set Whoa, of hold skills. Up, hold up a second. You got us into this, Cormie. Do not. I tried to talk our way out of this. I appreciate that. It's a lot of character development right there. Yeah, I tried to talk our way out of this. Grana was like, hey, do we just fight it? And that was way ago. And then she just brought it up again. You were the one who brought up hide and seek. So don't be surprised that this thing wants to do the seeking. But yeah. And and Ah. when it's when, because it's not an if, I'm sure it will succeed at seeking us. We're going to have to fight it anyway. But it couldn't, it maybe didn't succeed at not hiding from us. Well, I'll take your silence as an agreement, so (sighs) I'll count. Hey, that's not how consent works, okay? (laughs) God damn it. You, uh, Grana, make a wisdom saving throw. Okay. God damn it, Grana. (laughs) Hey, we've we've been arguing long enough here. Uh, that was a nine. Oh, no. That was a three plus six. So, Christ. I don't know. It was a bad roll. <laughs> um, uh, Yeven and uh, Kolromi, you're both sort of like sweating, like wondering where this gambit is going to lead. Uh, and this snake, you know, says, all right, well, I'll count first. I'll count. I'll start counting. And you uh, and Grana, it looks into your eyes and you look deeper and deeper and deeper into its eyes as it says hide and you run to go hide mm. okay uh, as it casts dominate person on you <clears throat> oh boy I don't know what that means I take it I have no agency right now <laughs> I want to roll uh, a correct. perception check to see if I know that this has this something has happened that that you know Gron has somehow been controlled by this thing because I've already resisted it so I know it can do it. Uh, it cast a light, a much lighter version, on you. But yeah, sure. Uh, go ahead and, and roll a uh, an Arcana check. It would be okay. Cool. That's a plus zero as well. Eighteen. Eighteen. Uh, yeah. Uh, Cormeth. 
Grana's like running off in a random direction in this mushroom forest um, that like is not towards the labyrinth, is not towards this plan. And you get the sense you you sort of saw this stair take place. You heard it give this like one word command and you're like, oh, shit, <laughs> I think Grana's under its control <clears throat> now. Okay, so I'm going to take off the same direction as Grana. I don't know kind of like how much I have. I guess uh, like let me play it out and you can let me know kind of like what I can do when. I want to try to run down Grana and just throw her ass over my shoulder. One, two. All right, take it off. Yeah, I'm. So can I? I guess if we lose Grana, I'm gonna track her down. There's no. I feel like there's no way um, I can lose Grana because <clears throat> I've got a fifty foot speed. Yeah, this this thing can uh, tell Grana what to do, but it can't make her go. Like hypersonic speeds to get away okay. from its long legs. Yeah, okay. so I'm gonna take off after her. My walking speed is 25 feet, so. Yeah. Oh, I got you. <laughs> I uh, I take off after Koromith, and after he like, I don't know, grabs her. Uh, I cast dispel magic on her at a oh, clutch fourth. Dude. Hold on, hold on. Let's oh, take one okay. thing at a time. All right. So the two of you run after uh, Grana. Uh, the three of you make dexterity saving throws. Yeah, classic. That's a 20 or a nat one. So I'm going to go with the 20. <laughs> yeah. 30, huh, 30, weird. 20. Where did you 30, pick 20. that one? <laughs> I got a 14. Okay. Six. Gormith, you, I, I mean, not to... Listen, like not to tell you what to do or anything, but Grana, you took a, an additional feat to be able to reroll things beyond ones, right? Uh, no, I don't think so. Isn't that your lucky feat? Did you take uh, bount- uh, bountiful luck? Bountiful luck is for if other people roll in that one, I can use that so they can reroll. Okay. When an ally you can see actual, within like, 30 lucky. feet of you. When an ally you well, you can see within 30 feet of you rolls a one on the d20 for an attack roll, an ability check, or a saving throw, you can use a reaction to let the ally re-roll the die. I rolled an at one. But, but you also got a 20, right? you took right? advantage. I, I, I yeah. did take advantage, um, but if I no. could re-roll the one, maybe i get a nat 20. No, I'm, no. <laughs> I mean, it, it doesn't matter. You're fine. You're safe. Like, that okay. would be a You're waste. Fine. Um, yeah, Cormeth, you you dodge all the way out of these spores that are occasionally falling uh, around here. Uh, even you get splashed by a little bit of one for four psychic damage. Uh, your your left boot has a little bit of this goo on it. And as you two are just about to catch her because she got a little bit of a head start, you see, uh, you know, she's in this sort of like uh, almost like trance like charmed state so she's not really paying attention to these mushrooms the way she would be doing naturally if she wasn't under this charm and uh she just runs right under the one of these mushrooms and a a, a spore comes uh down pretty much directly on her uh grana make a wisdom saving throw please please chonky die 14 14 okay you only take three psychic damage Okay, but Grana, you have this very strange moment. You have this sick feeling in your stomach. You hear all of these whispers around you all of a sudden, uh, and 
then you hear another sound that just pounds in your ear, this bump, 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 of an enormous heart beating. And then you suddenly sort of snap back into this charmed state that you're in, and you find that you're feeling uh, a little bit uh, weaker. Uh, so for the, uh, because you got hit directly by this, uh, for the rest of today, uh, your wisdom score goes down to a 13. <gasps> no. Hmm. So would that be just a uh, plus one on those checks? Yep. Uh, they get harder to resist the more you get hit by them. Uh, so, Cormeth, uh your plan was to grab Grana. She is now covered in this mushroom goo. Mushroom goo. Doesn't matter. I, how close am I? You're, uh, how fast are you? Uh, I have a walking speed of 30. Okay. Um, I don't think Grana could have gotten too, too far, so you're probably pretty close behind Cormeth, maybe like uh, 10 feet. Did I see her get hit? Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> Okay, I I like yell out to Cormeth, uh, hold up, don't touch her, and I I get out my net and I throw my net at her. <laughs> All right, make an attack roll. All right, that's an eleven plus six is seventeen. Yep, that just hits. All right, yeah, Grana, you're you're trying to hide because you're playing this game. Uh, you had that weird thing with the mushrooms, but like. He, you're, you're playing hide and go seek, and he even just like throws a net around you. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and now I'm, I'm into that. Now that she's like not moving, hopefully, I uh, would like to cast Dispel Magic at a fourth level on her. Okay. Uh, read me the language for Dispel Magic. Choose one creature, object, or magical effect within range. Any spell of fourth level or lower on the target ends. For each spell of fourth level or higher on the target, make an, well, I guess in this case it'd be fifth level or higher. Make an ability check using your spell casting ability. DC equals 10 plus the spell's level. On a successful check, the spell ends. Even, I'm, I'm looking at this as well. It doesn't look like casting it at a higher level means you affect more spell levels. It's just... Yeah, it says at higher levels, when you cast the spell using a slot of fourth level or higher, you automatically end the effects of a spell on the target if the spell's level is equal to or less than the level of the spell slot you used. Okay, and you cast it at what level? Fourth level. Okay, so this is a fifth level spell that yeah. is cast on there. Cool. So you're going to have to make a, Just a, like last time. a spell check. Okie dokie. Well, that's 10 plus my... Spell casting. Oh, I just make a spell attack, you right? Make a spell attack, yeah, and the uh, the DC will be fifteen. Okay, I have a plus eight, so here's open. That's a fourteen plus eight is twenty-two. Okay, yeah, uh, Grana, yeah. as you're like you're in this net and like you want to go hide, uh, but then you're you sort of like shake it off and you realize that's that's not what you want to do, and also you're covered in mushroom goo. Oh, yuck. All right. Fun gross poem. And a net. Yeah. Yeah, I help her I help her out of the net. Is that yeah. established? Because what I was about to do involved the net. I mean... It's up to Grana, I guess, on how quickly she is going to do something. Um, should I roll for that? <laughs> no. Should Just like, for... do you say anything to indicate that maybe Cormeet doesn't have to drag you away? <laughs> I'm, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. All right. All right. I can still do the same thing I was going to do. Help, just help me out of this net. Good, yeah. Okay. I help her out of the net. 
And I just kind of hold the net there. Cormac <laughs> indicated that I guess he no. wanted the net. No, not with an empty net. No. Oh, okay. I don't. I don't ever cast an empty net. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Chock full of rocks. Every time. Chock full of victims every time. <laughs> Uh, okay, so I'm gonna put the net away, and then uh, I'm gonna say, "All right, crew, uh, I think we gotta get get out of here." Uh, oh shit! Let's go. Let's just um, start running. I guess. <laughs> I was gonna say I'm going to continue running, and if I can take an action, I'm gonna snatch uh, Grana. Um. Okay, so there's a couple things. One, uh, yep. running through the woods, you'll have to make more dexterity checks uh, around the mushrooms. Uh, and if you do touch Grana while she's still covered off, covered in this goo, uh, you're going to have to make the saves as well. I think I want a wild shape. Okay. 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 If you're going to do that, then that changes my next move. Yeah, now you got to pick up Eve and I'm going to transform into a dire wolf. Okay. Yeah, Grana, you wild shape into a dire wolf. Uh, this sort of magical transformation uh, sloughs this uh, spore goo off of your body, uh, and you are now a, a wolf. Cool. I'm a wolf. All right. Uh, so then, Cornermeath, what is your action? So I'm going to turn this into pretty much what I was going to do with Grana to what I will do with Even if I can. Um, I'm going to see this like wolf appear in front of me. I'm kind of confused, so I'm going to turn around. I am going to grab even by the like under his shoulder, essentially like like between arm and body, if Pret- you will. <laughs> Dude, pretend I said I'm gonna transform into a wolf and let's go. And and so I just want to take off running with even. Uh, like he's he's yeah. dangling. I'm I'm not going to resist that. It's a bit awkward. How much do you uh, weigh, even? 185 pounds. Not a problem. <laughs> uh, you do still have to make a strength check, uh, but it's not going to be uh, very high. Decent, I think. Uh, it's going to be a 22. Yeah, all right. Yeah, you scoop this boy up. No problem. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to play to my strengths. No pun intended. Here. I uh, I call out to Grana, and I just say, uh, uh, follow us. Let's go. And then uh, I'm going to try and di- – can I try and direct Koromith, like, to where we need to go? Can you point to somebody who's carrying you? Sure. Like, that's not like a roll. Yeah, okay. Also, even keep in mind, we got two things going down here. We are trying to get as much distance between ourselves and this, like, seeking snake. And we're trying to get the fuck out of here. Yeah, so I think... I'm trying to get the most distance right now. Yeah, so I'm going to... I mean, if you're listening to even, uh, I'm going to try and just direct us, like, out of, like... I'm just going to, like, look up at you and be like, uh, Koromith, I think if we, like, leave the forest from the other side, we might be safe. So I'm going to direct you towards the exit. Uh, turn here. Works for me. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, Grana and Koromith make dexterity saving throws. All right. So I got an 11 or a 6. Or an 11 or an 8. So I'll go with 11. Okay. Grana? I was a 5. Woof. God, I had advantage uh, too, and I didn't do well. Yeah. Um, so, Cormeth, uh, uh, even uh, make a dexterity save with uh, disadvantage because you, you're scooped. Okay. Cormeth's going to get hit, but that doesn't necessarily mean even does. I got right. a nine. Yep. All right. Um, yeah. Uh, as you're as you're sort of like 
tearing through this mushroom forest. Cormeth, at some point, because you're you, you're carrying this new weight, uh, and it throws you uh, just a, a little bit off balance. You you misjudge slightly. You bump into one of these mushrooms, and a spore cascades down upon the two of you. You both take seven psychic damage. Okay. And Cormeth, you feel so bizarre. You also now hear this bum 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 this heart beating in your ears so loudly and you you feel very ill for a moment uh make a strength saving throw to see if you hold on to even uh 11 11 okay you you manage to hang on to him you feel like there are these whispers in your head your wisdom score goes down to eight yeah, not much of a difference for me. <laughs> uh, that means your wisdom modifier is minus one now. <laughs> sure. Uh, uh, not a big difference. It goes from zero to minus one. Even, you've only been hit once by these before, right? Just on your boot? Uh, yeah, just a little bit on the boot. Okay, so you take the seven damage and you feel nauseous. You You feel like, it's almost like you imagine Cormeth to be this, like, slimy beast that holds you for a moment and then you you know sort of shake that idea off and you you feel a little bit more clear-headed again uh grana uh you're sort of running alongside them uh you take six psychic damage but you are not you don't have these same strong effects you have these lighter effects that you know, we're sort of like the first time you got hit. Like, uh, you know, you feel uh, a little bit dizzy. It feels like time distorts for a moment. But your wolf body is getting hit by this for the first time, so you don't take any further wisdom degradation. That was so smart. That was so smart yeah. to have cast Wild Shape. Yeah. Cool. Um, right. I mean, so and this is... This is maybe uh, my own. Oh, go ahead. There's just one more thing, which is uh, from a long ways off, uh, you hear, ready or not, here I come. Yeah. Of course. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> and, and this could be my own, uh, I don't know, mistake, if you will. When Grana mentioned why she picked the, the mushrooms, did she mention that? Like they could help out. I, yeah, I, I did. yeah, okay. yeah. I think all I you, said you was that it's anti-poison. Then, then I want to slam a couple of these bad boys, okay. and by a couple I mean a good three. Three, okay. Three. I have sixteen. That gives me thirteen left. <laughs> I don't even know what they're gonna do, but fuck it. I'm gonna slam three of these bad boys. Yeah, Cormeth, you eat these mushrooms. You just sort of sort of munch down on him while you have Yeven in the other arm. Yeah. It's hit by a couple crumbs. It's a little gross. <laughs> you you eat these mushrooms and um, your your stomach sort of hurts when you eat them. You take one point of damage, but okay. you feel like your mind sort of clears up a little and your your wisdom goes back up to ten. Yeah, alright. Okay, cool. Um I'm assuming that, like, I can tell that I've, like, changed a little bit in my mind, in my mind hole. Yeah, you, you, uh, you don't feel, I mean, your stomach hurts a bit more, but your, your vision seems almost sharper. You know, you feel more present than you were before. Okay. Hmm. Okay. 
So the three of you run for a few hours. Oh. Go ahead, uh, Grana and Cormeath. Make uh, constitution checks, not saves. Checks. Uh, just checks. Just to see how far you get. Four. That wasn't that one, so I'm going to re-roll it. And uh, nice. that's eight, and that's not much better. That's a seven. <laughs> it better than a four total. <laughs> I, should, I should not have changed my die. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, the group of you, you know, you're sort of hindered by the fact that you're trying to not run into these mushrooms. So you don't get maybe as far as you'd hoped. You're still probably uh, a half day away from where Hemi pointed you towards in this forest. But you all are exhausted. I mean, even you've been getting sort of like jostled around for a, a few hours. Uh, Grana, your, your wild shape is starting to uh, wear off. And Cormeath, of course, you know, you've been carrying even through a, a dangerous, dexterous, heavy terrain. Uh, Which, so all of you are... Oh, just a question. In case that mechanic comes up in the future, can I roll an athletics check instead of constitution? Yeah, all right. I'd, I'd allow that. Um, okay. The constitution was more because it's, it's like long haul. Like you're not just okay. like, you're not just like seeing if you can do it. You're seeing like... You know, I don't make y'all eat, but like, you know, Cormeath is is not uh, an endless source of energy. <laughs> you no, know, of course. Yeah. So it's, you know, it's part of that like hardiness because you're you're not just like running for a little bit for like a battle. You're you're marathon. It's, <laughs> it's endurance running, <laughs> which is why I ask like, about athletics because I, I also I need to look up what that covers. Actually, yeah. You know what? Uh, let me say this instead. Uh, I won't let you roll athletics for that because it is still like that distance. But you can add your proficiency bonus uh, next time we make that. If you have to make that check again. Cool deal. Okay. Okay. So the group of you are all exhausted. You all have one level of exhaustion. Not that it really that's really going to affect you. Uh, what is your What is your plan? It's been a, a full long day for all of you. I. I think we need to take a rest because yeah. we've all taken damage at this point. And let me okay, um, uh, let's take a look at equipment. I would like to try and use my familiarity at this point with the Underdark to try to construct some sort of like hiding area for us. So that we can, like, try and hide our camp. Because, I mean, this snake thing is is coming after us. It's going to find us, I'm sure. Ooh, yeah, we're definitely going to have to have watches. I have nine spears. We can maybe make <laughs> those nine spears into a lean-to. Uh, roll a... I don't know if you've seen a spear uh, before. <laughs> you even roll a, roll a survival check. I definitely. You put the spear end in the dirt, and then the other end makes a lean to. Uh, can I take advantage on that because this is favored terrain? Uh, you have disadvantage on ability checks with a level one exhaustion. Okay. So you can roll regular instead of with disadvantage. Okay. Also, I don't think that I should have advantage in the first place, so I will roll with disadvantage. But I do get to double my proficiency bonus when I make an intelligent or wisdom check related to my favorite terrain. And since survival is a wisdom check, instead of adding six, I will add 10. Uh, the first one is a 
27. The second one is a 23. Okay. Um, so, yeah, even this is a very interesting place to try and camouflage because you don't know what of your surroundings that you could camouflage into aren't going to harm you. But you uh, you sort of like test this a little bit. Jeeper helps you sort of like search around in some of these uh, some of these areas and you're able to with a combination of like sticks and uh, these spears that Cormeth has uh, prop up some sort of like decaying mushroom caps that have like fallen off of the larger part of the mushroom uh, and uh, sort of create this hidden little shelter that's that's big enough for the the WCC. Cool. And let's let's have you let's uh, do the shifts real quick, and then that's where we'll we'll end. Okay, um, I will take first shift. Okay, I'll take the uh, last I'll shift, so Grana doesn't have to take the last one again. <laughs> hey, yeah, it's not that big of a deal. It's just last last time we were all really unlucky with you know the last shift always having the event happen. And I'm thinking this thing is coming to seek us, so I'd rather it find me than any of y'all. Um, roll a perception check. Uh, 15. Okay. Um, I mean, this forest is, uh, is quiet. Like, it was quiet in, like, things are hiding before, but, like, there's not much that is chilling in these woods. Okay. Because uh, obviously, like, it's not a very safe place to be in general. Sure. Okay. Um, it's it's very quiet during your watch. Uh, who is in the the middle, Grana? That's me. Yeah. Okay. Uh, roll a perception check. That would be a sixteen. Okay. Yeah. You have these weird like moments where it looks like there's some sort of like creatures lurking, but it it just seems to sort of be in your head. Hmm. Oh, good. Okay. <laughs> Comforting. Uh, even. Uh, that's a 22. Good roll, dude. 22. <laughs> yeah. Okay. For most of your shift, things are quiet. You know, you hear this same sort of eerie stillness. And, you know, I expect, you know, while you were setting up this camouflage place, you started setting up certain item, uh, certain areas around to, uh, help you be notified if something was coming your way and right before Cormeth and Grana are about to be you know waken up by you so that you can continue on your journey you hear one of these things sort of fall over and you you are able to sort of listen and hear for the sound of a what sounds like a, a large body uh, moving over the the foliage from about a hundred feet away like you, a seeking snake this is probably like a seeking snake and you wake up Grana and Cormeth and the three of you have gotten some rest uh, and you know you can hit the long rest button but you you also feel kind of bad when you when you wake up you don't feel like you are fully rested you you have all your spell slots back you have your abilities back but you you don't feel all the way healthy Cormeth, you you don't feel as bad as the others, yes. but you two both are are just not not up to full. None of you none of you are up to full. You know okay. you're not feeling the worst, but you know it's not what a long rest should be. Oh man, okay. And he even tells you the the snake is coming, and that's where we'll end for today. Mm-hmm.